Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies have become mainstream. Should you have some crypto in your retirement portfolio? On today's show, we'll outline some things to consider whether or not it makes sense for you. Uncover retirement concepts you need to know. How much income are you going to need for certain to make your life as fulfilling as possible? Understand the process and challenges of retirement planning. You really have to get it right the first time. A successful retirement doesn't happen by accident or luck. Look, everybody's plan is unique. Welcome in to Retire Smart Maryland Radio with Prashant Sabapathy. Welcome, everybody, to Retire Smart Maryland Radio with Prashant Sabapathy. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Prashant is the author of Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth. He is an independent fiduciary. The name of his firm is Elite Income Advisors. And you can check out his website at EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. And welcome, Prashant. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thanks, Teresa. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You know? Good. Yep. Excited that um, I guess fall is here. It's it's upon us, and all yeah. the all the fun things that come with fall. You got football and tailgating, I was, and I was just gonna say that it's always <laughs> one of my favorite things to do is get out and you know see the Ravens play and uh-huh. uh, love watching them. And tailgating's always <laughs> fun, and so right uh, football season's great. Right. I was going to say, don't forget pumpkin spice everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I was out the other day and um, saw that, uh, you know, it's pumpkin spice lattes. You can mm. get pumpkin, pumpkin spice donuts. And the one thing that I saw that was really interesting, pumpkin spice pasta sauce. Have you ever seen that before? No, I haven't. <laughs> I guess you can get pumpkin spice anything anymore. That, that's for right, sure. Yeah. And I think it started back in August this year. I'm like, yep. she's gets wow. earlier and earlier. It sure yep. does. It sure does. So, <laughs> oh, well, it's a fun season. Yeah. Um, speaking of fun, and it might be some fun if you can get into it. And if you have someone to guide you, um, cryptocurrency and, you know, holding that Bitcoin or other cryptocurrency in a retirement account, it can make sense due to tax issues associated with digital assets. But we're going to see how it could fit into your retirement portfolio. So is Bitcoin an appropriate investment, Prashant? So cryptocurrencies as a whole are what I would consider to be an alternative investment class. So, you know, traditionally we have stocks, bonds, real estate, mutual funds, Mm -hmm. those types of things. Cryptocurrencies are definitely an alternate type of investment. So traditionally alternate investment classes or asset classes have included direct investments in things like precious metals. So when you think about silver and gold, um, of course, real estate, commodities, private equity and hedge funds on the higher risk end of things. Um, That's going to be where we stand with alternative investments. And so anytime it comes to things that are non-traditional, I believe that education is the key to these things. Okay, Mm -hmm. you want to work with somebody that has knowledge of all of these different types of alternate investment classes. Now, whether or not you actually take advantage of them and utilize them as a part of your portfolio is a, it's really a personal decision that should be dependent on what your objectives are for retirement. 
Uh, but when we start to deal with these things inside retirement accounts, they become even more complicated. So you want to work with somebody who really is an expert uh, on retirement planning and really knows what they're doing, especially when it comes to these higher risk alternative investments. Okay. And that makes sense because it's it's something still relatively new. Like you say, it's um, if you don't have the knowledge behind it, you you're taking your chances with that. Um, cryptocurrency and taxes. Now, how is this favorable in some ways? So if you have Bitcoin or, you know, other cryptocurrencies and we've determined that they are appropriate. So after we clear that first hurdle of saying, hey, this stuff is appropriate for you, then you may want to invest via a tax advantaged retirement account, something like maybe an IRA uh, self-directed IRA or even a self-employed retirement account like a SEP IRA, that might actually make some sense for you. Now, the tax issues surrounding Bitcoin, Ethereum, you know, NFTs, which are non-fungible tokens, and other crypto-related investments are extremely complex, you know, with the government regulation and everything. Um, and so the infrastructure bill uh, contains provisions, this is pending, the infrastructure bill, contains p provisions that would strengthen a lot of the tax enforcement surrounding crypto transactions. And so the complexity and changing nature of the tax code with regards to crypto can be reasons uh, to hold these types of investments in a tax-deferred type of retirement account. Okay. All right. That's That's good to know. Um, so you mentioned, um, about the self-directed retirement accounts. So how does Bitcoin fit in to that? Yeah. So investing in Bitcoin and other of these cryptocurrencies in an IRA or other type of retirement account, it can be, you know, kind of more complicated than simply just opening an IRA at one of the, you know, the big custodians that you've probably heard of. So holding crypto in those retirement accounts really requires that you have a self-directed retirement account. And that's going to be similar to holding assets like, uh, you know, real estate, uh, livestock, business interests, you know, um, alternative asset classes, you can hold all those types of things in self-directed IRA. So it really goes kind of outside of the box uh, on what we've been conditioned to uh, invest in things like just the standard types of stocks and bonds and mutual funds and ETFs. Having that self-directed account really gives you access to, to a little bit more in terms of the depth of investments when we get into some of those non-traditional asset classes. Okay. All right. And what are the advantages of Bitcoin in retirement accounts? So potential advantages of investing in uh, you know, crypto and, and NFTs in retirement accounts include the fact that cryptocurrencies tend to, and we have to put that disclaimer out there when mm -hmm. it comes to crypto, is you know, nothing is for certain and, and investment performance is never guaranteed. But cryptocurrencies typically have a lower correlation to traditional asset classes. So a lot of times you'll look at the stock market and see that all different sectors of the stock market may go up or down on really good or really bad days. But then you open up your crypto and find that your crypto account has done maybe the exact opposite of what the stock market has done. And that's what's called a lower correlation. So it doesn't move the same way typically that the stock and bond markets 
can do. So an advantage there potentially is that you could have an added level of diversification to your retirement savings by utilizing crypto. Now, anytime we're evaluating this, though, you want to evaluate risk. Okay, so if you've come in and visited with me and my team before, and I know we've had a lot of listeners come in and actually visit with us. And if you read my book as well, or watch my TV show, you're going to find me talking about how risk is one of the most important things you can understand as you head into retirement. Okay, so dealing with higher risk investment asset classes, things like cryptocurrency, you want to make sure you have a clear cut understanding of that risk. uh, And only then should you potentially look at taking advantage of it as a diversification tool within your overall portfolio. Okay. All right. That's good advice. Um, And asset allocation and asset location. How does that work? Yeah. So this is an interesting one. And we've been talking about this for years. I think when we think of asset allocation, that's what the traditional kind of investing philosophy we all kind of learned when we were growing up is have a portfolio that's properly asset allocated. And that's going to be a mixture of stocks and bonds. And I think there's a very big difference between asset allocation and asset location. So there are two recommendations any advisor must make when it when we talk about cryptocurrency. And that, that's first, is cryptocurrency even an appropriate asset for you? So remember, digital assets are typically different uh from selecting, you know, between like a, an ETF or a mutual fund, it's still an issue of whether any asset that you're going to use is appropriate. And so you really want to get with somebody who knows what they're talking about in terms of where your assets should actually be not just allocated, but also located. Um, and so, you know, kind of in summation, Bitcoin, uh, cryptocurrencies, all of these digital assets, they're the really hot topic, a hot trend that everyone's talking about. It's all over the news. You may be asking your advisor if these are appropriate for you. Um, and you have to talk those potential strategies over. And I think where it starts is figuring out where you are with regards to your retirement today. So do you have a comprehensive plan that's been outlined for you to help you understand how much income you're going to have coming in for the rest of your life and really how much uh, income you're going to have coming in and really what you need to do to make sure that you're on track. And only then should you be in a position where you're evaluating alternate investments, because it may or may not be something that you actually even need. And so if you've never gone through that process before, of figuring out where you stand and where you should go from here. That's what we're going to help you do for the next 10 callers who call in right now. My team is going to be able to sit down with you and create that one page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full blown financial plan. Now, what it's going to consist of is helping you take the mystery out of financial planning. And we're going to do that by helping you map out where you are today We're also going to run a fee report for you to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and to see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. Uh, We'll also 
run that customized income plan for you. I talk about that in my book and, and the importance of having an income plan in place. And the good thing about the income plans is that we're going to use these proven strategies and techniques to help you turbocharge your retirement income and really take some of that worry out of living in retirement. So we'll help you take the guesswork out of the financial planning process. All you have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call and be one of the next 10 callers to get a spot on our calendar here uh, at our offices in Ellicott City. And you can give Prashan a call at 800-653-8404, 800-653-8404. This is for retirees and pre-retirees. It's common sense planning and straight talk instead of financial double talk and a sales pitch. You just need to sit down and get that financial roadmap put together. And Prashant will translate the complex financial world into something that just makes sense. It's an excellent chance for you to get a true practical financial review. And the callers that call in will get that comprehensive financial review. It's going to show you where you are now. But most importantly, the review will show you a roadmap to get you where you need to be. And you've got nothing to lose. Call now, 800-653-8404, 800-653-8404. What's on the way next, Prashant? If you think saving for retirement is a chore, just wait till it's actually time to withdraw that money. And keeping your taxes at a minimum once you retire is always a challenge. The good news is we can help you out and offer different options to help you achieve your ideal retirement. So stick around. You are tuned to Retire Smart Maryland Radio with Prashant Savapathy. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka, and Prashant is author of Fiscal Health Retirement Wealth and is an independent fiduciary who, in your spare time, you've got some of that. You like to golf and, and play music and you just enjoy what the area has to offer. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Golf, music, football, you know, it's all it's all all over. I was just, uh, you know, I have some plans to go out and uh, catch the Ravens on the road this year, which is always a fun thing to do. And mm-hmm. um, it's really funny. You know, I, I feel like every time I go to an away game, I always run into a client or two oh, while we're out there. Okay. And so it's kind of cool to interact with the folks outside of the office and outside of the professional setting and get to let loose a little bit and, um, you know, spend some time, spend some time with some folks outside the office. That's always fun. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. You know, and when you move into retirement and people can do, do lots of that. I mean, you have all the time to do that. Isn't that the key? I mean, when you retire, you want to be able to do whatever you want to do. You know, I, I, I'll never forget it. When one of my uh, best clients initially retired, he came in, uh, we had him scheduled to come in for an uh, annual review with us on a Thursday and he showed up on a Tuesday and said, Hey, I'm on the calendar. And we took a look at it and said, no, you're actually on Thursday. And he said, wow, I, I got to tell you, every day feels like a Saturday. So, uh, <laughs> he got his stuff all mixed up, but that's the power of having financial freedom is being able to do whatever you want to do. And I think a lot of times if you just plan properly, you're probably in a better spot than, than you give yourself credit for. Cause I know there's a lot of anxiety out there for folks who feel like they might be behind for retirement. Mm-hmm. And sometimes all it takes is just having some structure in place to really alleviate some of that burden. That's, that's kind of weighing on you with regards to your finances and retirement. 
Oh, you definitely want to do that. You want to have a plan in place. And, you know, like you said, you don't want to kind of freak out. Um, and when you start withdrawing money, you know, you're, you're done putting it in. So now you're taking it out. So you need those, those strategies to help avoid costly tax traps and help you keep more of your retirement dollars. And yeah, you know, following rules for RMDs is at the top of that list. It certainly is at the top of that list. So the RMD stands for the required minimum distribution. Once you get to age 72 years old, you'll have to actually start taking money out of your retirement accounts. That's going to be your IRAs, your 401ks, your thrift savings plans. You're going to have to take money out of those accounts, whether you need it or not. And guess why they make you do that? It's to pay your taxes. You know, Uncle Sam, I always like to call them our silent partner, silent friend, mm -hmm. whatever, whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. They got them. They got their hands in your pocket. So every time you take that money out of the retirement account, they're going to go in and help you pay your taxes. And so you must take your RMDs annually by April 1st of the year after you turn age 72. And then every year thereafter, you have to take that RMD out by December 31st in subsequent years. So if you turn 72 in 2021, you're going to have until April 1st of 2022 to take your very first required minimum distribution. There is an enormous penalty that's assessed to you if you do not take out that RMD. So you want to make sure that you do not miss it. Your advisor should be helping you with that. Uh, or at least putting together a plan for the best way to take those RMDs out. Yep. Like you said, get that plan in place. And when you're, you're withdrawing from accounts, you want to make sure you do it in the right order. Yeah, you definitely have to do this. I get this question so much more, especially in recent years. We've been getting this question. I feel like I get it at least once a week in person from our clients or from uh, the folks who come in to visit with us from our either TV show or radio program. And so they're always asking me, in what order should I take money out of my IRA, my, my taxable account, my brokerage, my Roth IRA? What is the best way to take money out? And so if you need retirement savings to get by, and you're also in that same boat where you're wondering where you should take it out from, I think I would always kind of caution people uh, by saying, don't be tempted by that instant gratification. And what I mean by that is so often we are in a position where we think the Roth IRA is the best place to always start first to take money out of because the Roth IRA inherently is going to be tax free. But if you think about the actual opportunity cost of that, that's where we could run into an, a bit of an issue. So if that Roth IRA is able to grow for years and years and then taxes go up, wouldn't it be great to have a, a tax-free source of income or tax-free source of money that we could tap at some point in the future? Um, and I think that answer most of the time is yes for folks. We always want to have as much tax-free income as we can get. And being that we're in a low tax environment now, you may actually want to withdraw from your other accounts, whether it's your taxable account or maybe even your pre-tax accounts while taxes are low so that we don't have to necessarily utilize them later when taxes get higher. Yeah, that's that's definitely uh, 
I, I can't imagine anybody would argue about having lower taxes or tax free. <laughs> yeah, especially in a projected in right. what's projected to be a rising tax environment. Right. You want to keep your tax bill as low as possible. My goodness. Yeah, you want to keep your hard earned dollars. You worked hard all that, <laughs> all your life, and you know why give it away to the the government? You know. <laughs> Absolutely, especially as you enter that distribution phase right. of your lifetime. And I think you put it perfectly when we started this segment is you do things your you do things one way while you're working and you're saving money. You're just saving, 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 saving. And then your paycheck stops. And now you're kind of left in a position where, okay, you got to start those withdrawals. You got to start taking money out. And that's a scary thing to go through. The last thing you want to do is um, you know, give part of it away in right. taxes if you don't have to. Right. And that is important to know how to take those distributions. Yeah. So if you have several retirement accounts, because you know you might have had frequent job changes, you're maybe approaching retirement, you now are faced with that task of figuring out how to withdraw the money. Okay. So will you have to tap all of your accounts for income? Most of our clients, that answer is probably not. You know, I, w I was actually meeting with someone last week and they came in to visit with us and they had switched employers like eight or nine different times. And so they had like eight or nine different retirement accounts and now they're getting ready to retire. And we have to go in and try to make sense of which accounts to withdraw from. And we're not going to withdraw from all of them because not only is it completely unnecessary, it's just kind of a hassle. Right. So if you own a handful of these traditional IRAs, you can withdraw from each of them. But the more efficient move may be to start to consolidate these into maybe one or two, maybe three IRAs at most, and then set them up maybe by using a bucketing strategy. So we like to use a three bucket strategy for shorter term, intermediate term and long term income. And once you conceptualize your retirement in that type of way, instead of having 10 different accounts and figuring out on a yearly basis which ones you want to take money out of, it just makes life a heck of a lot simpler when we get to retirement. Yeah, and simple's good. Simple's key when it <laughs> comes to retirement. Always good, it yeah. is, exactly. Exactly. And RMDs can be smaller for some married couples. Now, how does that work? So this is a very nuanced type of rule out there. But if you have a significantly younger spouse who is expected to inherit your IRA, you actually may be able to reduce that required minimum distribution each year, which could actually trim your tax bill and make your retirement funds last longer into retirement. So that's a very specific case. If you're in a position where you do have a, uh, where you do have a younger spouse who's going to inherit your IRA, you, you need to get with a professional and map out what your required minimums are going to look like. You could be leaving tax dollars on the table by not planning accordingly. Okay. All right. And you can make a charitable contribution. This is one of the best rules out there, I think, with regards to the tax code, because we have so many clients that are donating money on an annual basis, whether it's to the church or, or to a nonprofit organization that they've been supporting for years. And once you get to that RMD age, you can go ahead and actually directly donate your RMD to a eligible organization, and thereby you're going to not counted as income in the tax year that you make the donation. So I'll give you an example. I actually had a client the other day who every year they donate about $10,000 a year to their church. And 
they had an RMD required minimum distribution for the year that was about 18,000 bucks for the year. And so I said, you know, instead of, you know, making the contribution out of your bank account, the charitable contribution, why don't we just take part of this RMD and donate it directly? That way that RMD never hits their income tax return. They never have to pay taxes on it or count it as income, yet they can still make the uh, the the contribution that they were going to make anyway. And so it saved them a little bit of money in taxes, and that was a really good thing. And uh, they were still doing everything that they wanted to do charitably. That's good. So it, it worked out. Worked out both ways. Yep. Yeah. It worked out. And so, you know, the, the bottom line with this stuff, with really having this plan, income withdrawal strategy plan in place is, you know, with the correct knowledge and by making a few, you know, right moves here and there on how to take distributions from your retirement plans, you can minimize the government's bite into it. But it certainly is a complex situation. And finding not just a financial advisor, but finding the right financial advisor is one of the more important things you can do. And you want to be working with somebody who's going to be working in your best interest in putting that plan together. Now, now I'm very passionate about my belief that all of our listeners out there, you deserve a secure and independent, a safe retirement. That's why my team offers that no cost, no obligation consultation to all of the radio listeners out there to help you keep uh, keep you really on that path. We only have a limited amount of spots every week. It's only 10 spots per week. So give us a call and that consultation with us will help determine how prepared you are to handle some of those retirement pitfalls like inflation, health emergencies, taxation, and stock market volatility. You worked really, really hard for that money. So we'll work just as hard to help you protect it and grow it. We're going to use a wide variety of tools and services available, and we'll show you how to harness those tools to create a plan that is custom tailored just for you and your family. And we'll also show you how to achieve a lifetime of security and a lifetime of income. So give us a call. Don't hesitate. There's only 10 spots per week and uh, you can get on our calendar in the next two weeks here to visit with us. And the number to call is 800-653-8404. 800-653-8404. Today is your opportunity to build the tomorrow that you want. And, you know, folks, there is no cost or obligation to get a better handle on your financial situation. To find out what your investments are really costing you because of high fees or commissions and what future tax implications will be and how much income you can securely generate from that once you do move into retirement, pick up the phone and call Prashant. Let him put together a lifetime customizable retirement plan for you. Again, that number, 800-653-8404, 800-653-8404. Another segment coming up, what's on the way? Are you ready to retire? Just saying yes doesn't actually mean that you are. So when we come back, we're going to highlight several steps to take now to make sure that you're really ready for retirement. Welcome back to Retire Smart Maryland Radio with Prashant Sabapathy. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka, and Prashant is the author of Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth. You can check out his website at EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. 
and they can help you out with retirement planning, legacy planning. We talked earlier about cryptocurrency. If you want to dabble into that, you know, they can help you out with just about all of that. And, you know, you mentioned before the break, um, are you ready to retire? I think a lot of people are after this past year with <laughs> yep. everything going on with COVID and just no just in general, you know, and, and <laughs> be nice to say, yeah, I can retire, you know, I mean, I mean, you, but you do have to make sure you are totally ready. And that's why it is so important to have a financial advisor on your side who's got that experience and knowledge um, to back you up and make sure you have that plan aligned with your goals. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, completely agree. I mean, if the last year has taught us anything, it's how how important and how valuable time is to us, right? And mm-hmm. and so I think you hit the nail on the head. We we've seen so many people come in and visit with us and just say, "Look, I, I I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to retire." And so that's where we step in and we help with that planning and um you know, there's a couple different things out there, you know, that we can do to get ready for retirement. And I really think it starts with retiring your debt. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, when you retired, your debt should be retired as well. And if you have no mortgage, no car payment, no credit card debt, then you likely have very little or even no stress financially. Most of your expenses are simply going to be the variable costs when you can control when you get rid of a lot of that fixed cost. Now, wouldn't that be great? I mean, I when I whenever I pay off a car, I feel like it's the the best day of the, <laughs> best day of the month for me because mm-hmm. I know that I just don't have money going out the door anymore. And when you're retired and your income is now going to be more fixed rather than variable, it's a great feeling to get that load off of your chest and get that stress off of your shoulders. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And especially you mentioned credit card debt. I mean, that's first and foremost, because it's just bad debt. So bad debt. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, what what are the some of these credit cards we see these days? I mean, 20, 25 percent mm-hmm. interest. That's ridiculous. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You want to keep more of your money, not not give it away. <laughs> no kidding. No. kidding. Oh, so and reconsidering your risk profile is another point. I, I think I think the pandemic taught us a lot about how we truly feel about taking risk. You know, it's it's easy to take risk when we just see the market going up and up and up and up. You kind of get that complacent feeling where you feel like, okay, well, if the market just keeps going up, I want to be able to participate. But then we go through that major type of pandemic or major type of market event where the market goes down by 20 or 25% very quickly. And it forces us to to, to kind of reconcile our feelings about how we truly feel about taking risk with our money. So once you're in that retirement red zone, you know, five to 10 years away from retirement, you really need to take a look at maybe a more defensive investment philosophy. Now, that doesn't mean that everyone out there should go and reallocate all of their accounts right now. But what it sh- does mean is that I believe that everyone should start to reconsider their risk profile. And the question I would ask, and this is a question that my team asks to every single person that visits with us is however much you have saved for retirement, whether it's half a million dollars or a million dollars or more, how much of that money could you lose in a down market this close to retirement 
before it made you feel uncomfortable. I think every single person listening to this today should start to find the answer to that question internally. How much could you lose before you begin to feel uncomfortable? Very important to understand that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, and this next one, you know, this isn't going down. Healthcare costs. Oh, my goodness. No, <laughs> I, I don't think that's going down. I mean, especially with inflation where it's right. at. I mean, isn't the cost of everything Every- going up? Yes, definitely. Yep. And, see it, and it seems like healthcare is one of those things that goes up year over year over year at a faster rate than everything else. Mm-hmm. And it's an unfortunate fact of life. You know, healthcare becomes more and more critical, which means potentially it becomes more and more expensive as we age. So you have to include that as a part of your plan. I was meeting with somebody about two weeks ago and they told me, okay, Prashan, I need about $6,000 a month coming in every single month for the rest of my life to live the way that I want to in retirement. I said, great. That sounds great. Let's try to shoot for 6,000 bucks a month in your lifetime income plan. But uh, Mr. And Mrs. Client, does that include the cost of healthcare? And I just saw the look on their face become blank and they were like, oh my goodness, we didn't even add in the healthcare into mm-hmm. that. And so now by the time we had to do their plan, we were looking at 7000 or $7,500 a month by the time we not just factored in today's cost of healthcare, but potentially what tomorrow's cost of healthcare is going to be five or 10 years down the road. So right. you have to think about healthcare. And I know we're going to talk about making a budget. Healthcare mm-hmm. has to be a part of that budget. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. And I guess maybe this should have been at the top, but it goes without saying to have that budget in place. Yeah, and, and instead of really calling it a budget, I like to call it a monthly income target. And, okay. and that's going to be how much money will you need to actually support the lifestyle that you want. Um, and I, I suggest that everyone out there comes up with two different numbers. The first number is the amount that you absolutely need to cover your essentials, things like food, housing, healthcare, you know, electricity, and then get to your second number, which is the wants. Add in the cost of all those variable things that you may or may not actually utilize in retirement, things like traveling, club memberships, you know, those types of things where in a worst case scenario, if you had to cut them out, you, you absolutely could. And so I try to stay a word uh, away from the word budget. In my experience, retirees don't want to live on a budget. They want to be able to live the way that they want to. And so I call it a monthly income target. Let's find your monthly income target needs and your monthly income target wants. And let's put those numbers together and put a retirement plan together that gets you closer to that wants number. Mm-hmm, absolutely. All right. And this is part of it as well, considering you're rolling over your 401k. Yeah. So after years and years of being a good saver and pumping money into your 401k, you know, as you get closer to retirement, you do have some decisions to make and transferring money out of a 401k into something like an IRA, an individual retirement account, could actually increase the amount of flexibility that you have. Uh, could allow for more investment options, could allow for lower fees, it could allow for a more comprehensive strategy to be put into place. So if you have an old 401k out there, maybe you left an employer way back when, or you're getting ready to retire, and you have an employer-sponsored TSP or 401k, 403b plan out there, you might want to consider rolling that over for maximum flexibility and and maximum kind of coordination with the rest of your overall retirement plan. 
Okay. That sounds good. And deciding where you want to live. I mean, that's just not <laughs> just because of geographical, but maybe you want to downsize. That's yeah, maybe you want to downsize. Maybe you want to, um, you know, be somewhere specific by the water, maybe more peace and quiet. Mm -hmm. um, or if you're like a lot of my clients, you want to downsize your tax bill. <laughs> I mean, of course, yeah. living in Maryland is one of the most expensive places you can live from a property tax standpoint. So I, I have so many folks who retire and they just shoot across the bridge into Delaware and relocate or they go down into the Carolinas or, you know, Texas, Florida, you know, the South has typically been a little bit more tax favorable for our clients. So we've seen a lot of folks do that. Um, and so deciding where you want to live, extremely important. And, and if you're married and this is a decision that you and your spouse are making together, even if you're four or five years away from retirement, you have to have that conversation now, I think, because that is a huge decision and you don't want to leave that for the last minute to, to make up your mind. No, definitely not. And like you said, you kind of alluded to it, practice retirement now while you can get an idea. This is by far the most important and it's tough to do sometimes, but I think you need to do this. Uh, you know, you get cut off once you retire, you're cut off from your typical social circle. It can actually be a surprisingly difficult time. And so you want to avoid some of that post-retirement stress by contemplating what you want to do and really to the best of your ability, start to do it right now to give yourself a good feel of whether or not it's going to be uh, doable in retirement or whether or not you're going to kind of suffer from from that break of your routine uh, that you've probably had for 40 plus years of your life. And so um, it really putting that plan in place is really what gives you the flexibility to do that. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer that complimentary financial review of your entire financial situation. There is absolutely no cost or obligation for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. Now, with the folks who come in to visit with us, I've found that most people don't have a true understanding of three very basic things. Number one, they don't know how much they're paying in fees and commissions. Number two, they don't know how much unnecessary risk they're actually taking with their nest egg. And number three, they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. So we're going to sit down with you and help you understand every single one of those issues. Now, many of our radio listeners who go through our process eventually become clients, but others don't because this process isn't designed to turn every single listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show each week. But because we cannot give you specific advice for your unique situation on the radio, this is your opportunity to get answers to some of the questions that you might have had, or we may even end up answering questions for you that you didn't even know needed to be asked. So pick up the phone, give us a call, and when you come in for your visit with us, be sure to ask me for a complimentary copy of my brand new book, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth. It just came out this year. It's your prescription for income generation, tax management, and financial peace of mind. So spots are open for the next 10 callers only. 
You know, folks, the first step is to sit down with a financial advisor and get that plan in place. Uh, and if something we're talking about today resonates with you, whether it is tax planning, Social Security, health care, just that overall big picture, give Prashan a call, 800-653-8404, 800-653-8404. Maybe you feel the need to just get that second opinion, or if you want to make sure your plan is really aligned with your goals, call Prashan and take the stress out of planning for your future. Again, that number, 800-653-8404, 800-653-8404. Last segment coming up, Prashant, what is coming up? Listener questions, my favorite part of the show. So we'll find out what you're thinking about when we come back with your questions. Welcome back to Retire Smart Maryland Radio with Prashant Sabapathy. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka, and Prashant is author of Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth. He's an independent fiduciary, and his firm is Elite Income Advisors. Check out his website, EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. Time now to have some fun with listener questions. First up is Eddie in Elkridge. He says, I have a 401k with a company I retired from this year. Can I convert those funds to my Roth IRA? I don't want to convert all the funds because the tax bill would be too much. Can I convert just a part of the funds to my Roth IRA and then roll the rest of my 401k funds to my traditional IRA? I got a couple questions in there. (laughs) Yeah, that's a loaded one, Eddie, but I'm glad you're thinking about taxes because that is extremely important, especially with everything going on in the world today. So with your 401k, you can roll those over into an IRA account and then execute a conversion into a Roth. Of course, with the benefit there being that the Roth IRA will be uh, tax free to you in the future. Um, And so yeah, you can do that. But how you want to do it, I think you had it slightly backwards there, you can't go directly from the 401k to a Roth IRA, you can go from a 401k into a regular IRA, And then from the regular IRA, convert into a Roth IRA and then leave whatever you wanted to leave in your traditional IRA as is and invest that appropriately. Uh, When it comes to doing Roth conversions, they can be a great tool to mitigate your future tax liability, but you have to do this correctly. You cannot get this wrong. Eddie, you hit the nail on the head by saying if you do it incorrectly, your tax bill will go through the roof. Um, one thing Eddie said there was that he retired this year. Mm-hmm. And so is now the best time to even do a Roth conversion because Eddie, you have income coming in this year from your work. So are you going to be in a higher tax bracket this year than you would be if you converted that money next year? Cause remember anything you convert to that Roth IRA is going to count as income in the year that you make that conversion. So Uh, I'm glad you brought that question up. Uh, It's a little bit more complex. And that's why you really need to come in and talk to a professional about this stuff. And that way we can work with a CPA, whether it's your CPA or one of our professionals that we partner with to really figure out what your tax situation is and whether or not making a conversion at all is the right thing to do for you. Okay. Yeah, because it's a little complicated to go over on the air with. But um, yeah, definitely come in and see Prashant. Um, next up, we've got Carl in Mount Airy. He says, I'm four years away from retirement, and I already have enough income for retirement. 
I have a year's worth of expenses in my checking account, and is there a certain balance I should keep in a checking account when my retirement accounts are set? Wow. Um, great question there, and I think everyone's a little bit different. Uh, if it was me personally, I'm kind of thinking, is there ever enough in my checking account <laughs> right. to feel truly comfortable? I think a good rule of thumb is six months to a year's worth of expenses. And so Carl said that he already has a year's worth in his uh, bank account. Um, I think that's a that's a pretty healthy level there. That way, if you have an emergency, you're able to cover it. But with that being said, I don't think there's anything wrong with keeping uh, cash uh, in the checking account so that you can cover unexpected emergencies or you can cover your expenses through a down market. I think that's so important is oftentimes we rely on our investment accounts to give us income. But what happens if the market goes down? A lot of times you don't actually want to be in a situation where you're taking those withdrawals through a down market. And so having cash on hand is very uh, important. And it could be a great tool to bridge that gap through a down market. I've seen clients of mine keep anywhere from two to four years of expenses in cash. Now, that could be a, a, an amount that's different for everyone, depending on the type of income you have coming in. So you want to get that customized. But six months to a year of expenses tends to be at least a good starting point before you custom tailor that number to your retirement plan. Okay. And we've got Anthony now in Towson. He says, I'll be 72 years old next July and will be doing my first required minimum distribution. I am confused about taking it in the year of reaching age 72 and paying tax on it in that calendar year. That would add to my regular tax burden when my other income is considered. When is the most tax efficient time to take my first RMD? Okay, Anthony. So when you look at your RMD, the very first time you have to take it, you do have until April 1st of the year following the year that you turn 72. However, if you delay this year's RMD until April 1st of next year, then you're going to have to take not only this year's RMD, but next year's RMD in the same year. So that may or may not be of consequence to you based on how much income you've earned from other sources this year. You really want to project that out to figure out uh, what your anticipated required distribution is going to look like, not just this year, but also next year, and figuring out whether or not you should double up on, on your distributions next year or just take them on an annual basis like you originally planned. So there's a lot of different moving parts to a question like that. I never like to make a blanket statement because I can't give specific advice on the radio. So it's hard to give a blanket, make a blanket statement and say this or that is the best time unequivocally to take your first RMD. It really depends on your entire situation and what sources of income you're projecting out for the foreseeable future. Okay. You definitely need a plan because it's there's that old adage, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. I know it's an old cliche, but it's but it's true. I, hey, isn't that where cliches come from? I mean, <laughs> I, I haven't heard many cliches that aren't true, right? Right. So I, I, you're right. It is a cliche, but I think it's very important. And so, you know, if you're one of those next 10 callers 
this will be your last opportunity for today's show to get some clarity on one of the most vital issues of your financial life. When you come in, you're going to get an analysis of your current investments with your current advisor. Where are you currently? Uh, where are you currently? And we're going to compare that to where you actually believe you are, and that is going to be a great exercise to go through. It's going to include that forensic fee analysis, that financial x-ray, and that personalized volatility report to show you how much risk is in your portfolio today. Uh, it's going to include that investment analysis using our cutting-edge retirement and uh, income uh, analysis software, as well as risk analyzation software. Uh, and that's going to allow us to make recommendations on some simple tweaks and changes that could be made to actually increase your chances of retirement income success. When you come in to visit with us, you're also going to get a complimentary copy of my brand new book, uh, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth, Your Prescription for Income Generation, Tax Management, Financial uh, Peace of Mind. And lastly, you're going to get that personalized long-term financial retirement and income plan to help you reach your goals. Now, confidence is a powerful tool. Do not approach retirement without it. So call now, get on the schedule for this valuable, no-cost uh, opportunity made available to you if you are one of the next 10 callers who call in to the show. And if you call right now, just remember to ask us uh, for a copy of my book when you come in for your visit with us. And you want to get a spot on Prashant's calendar, do it now. Last chance today, 800-653-8404, 800-653-8404. And this is for retirees and pre-retirees. It's common sense planning and straight talk. Instead of financial double talk and a sales pitch, you might get somewhere else. It's not a cookie cutter approach, folks. You definitely don't want to take that when it comes to your retirement because it's so important. You just need to sit down and get that financial roadmap put together. And Prashant will translate the complex financial world into something that just makes sense. It's an excellent chance for you to get that true practical financial review. And that review, it's going to show you where you are now. But most importantly, the review will show you a roadmap to get you where you need to be. And you've got nothing to lose. You want Prashant to put together a, a lifetime customizable retirement plan for you. You know, he's going to listen to your concerns and your plans for your future. And like I said, not a cookie cutter approach. It's not one approach for everybody. One size does not fit all. <laughs> Give Rashawn a call now. 800-653-8404. 800-653-8404. This hour always goes by fast, but I learned so much and we have so much fun doing it. Looking forward to next weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to next week. Uh, it really flies by, but I like bringing these questions out and talking about these topics because the topics ultimately, they come directly from the listeners of the show who come in to visit with us. They give us great feedback on what they'd like to hear and what, what you'd like to hear to all the listeners out there. So just want to say thank you for being uh, great listeners and coming in and, uh, you know, offering up your advice on how we can make the show better every week. So I really appreciate that. And it's one of the best parts of my job. So looking forward to continuing to do this and bring the discussion back next week. All right. We'll see you all back here next weekend for another edition of Retire Smart Maryland Radio with Prashant Samapathy. Annuity 
guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. If you withdraw money from or surrender your contract within a certain period of time after investing, the insurance company may assess a surrender charge. Withdrawals may be subject to tax penalties and income taxes. Persons selling annuities and other insurance products receive compensation for these transactions. Products are subject to fees and additional expenses. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up to date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Discussion should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy or sell the investments mentioned. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies discussed. Investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. Elite Income Advisors Incorporated is registered as an investment advisor with the state of Maryland and only transacts business in states where the firm is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by security regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. You should always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation.